Thanks for tuning in to Base Life Podcast episode 15. In this episode, Brian and I talk to British slider down ninja Lewis Jones. Feel free to leave us some feedback and as always, enjoy. Three, two, one, see ya. You're listening to Base Life Podcast with your hosts, Randy and Brian. Hello. Lewis. Lewis. <laughs> How's it going? Hey, it's Randy and Brian. Can you hear us? What's up, buddy? Yo. Sound all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. My phone just made a crazy text message noise, so I'm going to put it on silent. Mm-hmm. I think that'll work. Cool. Good. How are you so, guys doing? You're so famous. Yeah, hanging in there. Uh, legally, I think we're bound to tell you that uh, you're on the Bass Life podcast and you're being recorded. <laughs> so. <laughs> Shit, it's, it's not the uh, <laughs> not the most legal thing I've ever done. Is going on the podcast. I right? think I'll be all right. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so how how's life? Yeah, good, 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 good. Apart from the weather's shit, but yeah, it's but, good. But that's England. I mean, you could always just yeah. move. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out whether I've been complaining just because the weather's been bad for a short spell or whether I, I forget how long it's been bad for and just start re-complaining every few few weeks or so. I think it's just always been shit, man. I'm pretty sure uh, you're right. Yeah. I think you yeah. have, yeah, England has that reputation. Yeah, it's the jet stream. We're on the jet stream, apparently, something like that. I don't know, but yeah, it does suck, but. I was we say, have the best jumps, so it's all right. Right, the last uh, last two times I've been in London, it has been uh, nuking winds, like no, not nothing jumpable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's. Uh, but then Brian come just yeah. one time, and and it was cool. Eh? It was beautiful. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was pretty rad. Uh, what was that? Like twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen? Nah, it can't be that long ago. It's got to be fifteen. Was it sixteen? Sixteen. Hey, when when did um wait when did was it Dave Bramlett that got a brand new rig or was it Randy that got a brand new rig and you slid it across the tarmac? So when oh, did that was get mine. That brand new yeah. rig. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was the year the ABX come out because yep. you trashed his rig. Yeah. Well, he didn't trash it. I just uh, cleaned broke, it up. He, he broke it in for me. <laughs> in fact, I hadn't put a single jump on it. Yep. <laughs> I know. It was so funny. But. Uh... Yeah, before uh, before we get too far into it, Lewis, could you just for kicks, you know, tell us some uh, background, where you're from, you know, uh, how you got into bass, that kind of thing? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm not very good at talking, though, so it's like the closest thing I've ever done to a job interview since, <laughs> since well, I was maybe, like Maybe you'll be old. hired at the end, right? <laughs> yeah, we're always looking um, for more, uh, more fun fleets. More fun fleets. <laughs> I don't think I'm professional enough for that. <laughs> Wingsuits scare me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I guess. Uh, hi, I'm Lewis Jones. <laughs> uh, I come from Cambridge, really posh place. Stephen Hawking comes from Cambridge, or did oh, he died King, yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday was it? Today or yesterday? Yesterday. My brain's not. Yeah, his brain's better than mine still. It, it'll be like two weeks ago by the time this. Re- releases but. yeah so rest in peace to the legend stephen hawking but yeah hometown hero um so yeah i come from cambridge um in my 
thirties. She needs to know my age. Sounds like I'm on a dating site <laughs> or something. Now, I, don't know. I don't know my actual age, but I'm in my thirties. Some early, early thirties somewhere, two or three or something like that. Um, and I'm a, I'm a base jumper. <laughs> so yeah, cool. I do I do base jumpings. Well, when did uh, you do your first base jump? My first base jump. Um, so that was like five years ago. So that'd be 2013. Nice. Cool. Yeah. 20, 2013. I did my first base jump off a sketchy antenna with like zero visibility and no friends. (laughs) (laughs) Just just enemies, just a bunch of people (laughs) that hated your guts trying to toss you off an antenna. All people are enemies to me, Brian. All people are enemies. <laughs> Noted. How did how did you find base? Uh, well, I found it. I started skydiving like uh, must have been like two years before that, or a year and a half before that, or maybe even less. I don't know. But I am um, a friend of mine at work, a guy who I was on on site with on a building site. He uh, he went and did a skydiving course. Come back, told me about it. I was like, "Fuck, I've got to give this a go." So I booked myself up. Did the course, got hooked, pretty much gave up on everything else in life and just skydived my ass off, partied way too much. Nah. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then fell into the, the proper skydive bum lifestyle of just partying, skydiving, running out of money, and then, uh, and then realized I could just fucking buy a base rig and figure it out, which was the dumbest thing I ever did. But, <laughs> Oh wow! But it worked out. Worked yeah, uh, out all right in the end. Luckily, a lot of people think that they can get into base to save money, you know, because you're not paying for uh, lifts and whatnot, <laughs> like in in skydiving. But uh, the reality of the fact is that I'm I'm pretty sure for me, anyways, base has been way more expensive than skydiving. Yeah, like for dollars per jump, base has got to be way more expensive than oh, skydiving. Yeah. I had one cost sure. uh, about fifteen grand because I, I broke my tib fib, and uh, if once you included Ouch. like airfare and you know for me it was only you know airfare and a little like medical deductibles. So for me personally, it was only about a grand. Uh, yeah. But yeah, one jump. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. So, but that's that's for fucking up your jump. So you're not right. paying for the jump; you're paying because you're a retard. Yeah, paying I was paying for, for the mistakes. decision or poor decisions. Yeah, but successful jumps. Like, um, what's the most expensive one jump you've gone for? Not like a trip or anything. One jump that you've got, and then just yeah. Like I, I can't even remember. I've uh, what's my? I can't even think what most expensive one is. But I know I've I've driven for like twenty hours for one jump before. Ooh, yeah, but what? Yeah, I mean, you you guys do all that driving all the time anyway, didn't you, going from Germany to Switzerland and stuff? Yeah, yeah, but it's only about four hours, so it's right on the cusp of just enough. If we hit any traffic, then it sucks. And we yeah, hit traffic bad, pretty though. regularly. Yeah, we hit traffic every weekend. Dude, that's like me going to Beachy Head. That's, that's not bad right. at all, really. Yeah? Yeah. Is it only four hours? Um, I mean, Beachyhead is like three hours, right, three and be- a half hours from us. Yeah, for anyone listening that's not familiar, uh, Beachyhead is a cliff on the, it's more or less like what, like the White Cliffs of Dover, if you wanted to like explain yeah, it to yeah, like an American, you know, like we all know what the White yeah. Cliffs of Dover are, but you know, like. It's just the White Cliffs of Dover, but a bit taller and about an hour further down the coast. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, it's probably like our most 
popular suicide spot in the UK. So mm. for all the pussies, we take bass rigs. <laughs> for everyone else, they take good delays. Yeah, that, that was my, my first British uh, bass jump was Beachy Head. And it was in uh, uh, Dan Vickery's uh, OSP. Nice, nice. I was stoked to jump that OSP at Air Games, the yeah, crane that, boogie. That was, that was cool. One. Yeah, and that, it's funny. We were jumping way in, way ahead of where I wanted to be. But but that uh, actually, I was going to tell you, generally with people we talk to that are uh, people I've jumped with is pretty much everyone we've talked to so far. I uh, try and think of my favorite jump with that person. And for sure, it was, uh, for me and you, it was uh, Blackpool Air Games 2016. Um, we did a two-way um, where you let me wear a, a Lemmings rig. And you wore uh, Dan's VBG rig, and then we did a little two-way. Yeah, that was my favorite jump for that that air games that year. I wanted to jump that rig for a long time. Yeah, and I brought it just for you, you know, because you because yeah, you asked about it. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have just brought one rig probably. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, he's he's one of the first people I ever talked to when I uh, when I was looking at starting bass. He's like one of the first proper bass jumpers that actually had the time of day to talk about bass and be cool with someone that didn't have a clue what they were talking about. So it was pretty good. Yeah. And to back that up for anybody, uh, so Dan Vickery was one of the owners of Valley Bass Gear, the originator, he and uh, Lisa. And uh, yeah, Dan had time for everybody, you know. So that was, he was a good dude. Yeah, man. Uh, Unfortunately, I didn't get to meet him in person, but yeah, I'm sure he was. Everyone says he was a good guy, so yeah. 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 So a couple of years ago, you and Brian, you took Brian on a little adventure around the UK, and uh, <laughs> I was super jealous back in Germany. Uh, <laughs> what do you What do you guys remember about that trip? I remember driving. Yeah, there was there that was the the from the north end to the south end and back. 24 hours. No, it was from, from the south end to the north end and back, bro. <laughs> sort your compass out. Well, <laughs> if you don't care, if you don't count the, uh, what was it, Raven's Crag? As me, yeah, me yeah, walking yeah. all the way down going, yeah, no fucking way. <laughs> that, that was the snowiest jump I've ever done. Yeah. I was, was crazy. I was just looking at it, and I think maybe 2% of me was like, yeah, maybe. No, no. <laughs> everything in my body was like nah this is a bad idea because that was also yeah. me coming off of uh the uh benedorm that was like, oh i had yeah i had i had not a whole lot of jumps maybe it was it right after it's all starting to blur together nah, Be- nah, benedorm was sure 14 like a year 14. after bro that was like a year later yeah because benedorm was 14 I, I spent most of 15 in hawaii and then came and like my new rig came like yeah. right as yeah. I got back and uh okay yeah that that I tell you that was huh. one of my uh, probably one of my most memorable early base experiences was Benadon somehow I blagged my way into that right Ridic- well actually not somehow that ridiculous competition that lets anybody enter <laughs> no matter how Clearly. no matter how useless you are yep I I turned up with a broken foot so I couldn't even really jump I was like landing in the pools and stuff and then. You decide, to, Brian decides to wipe out a granite wall with his ass, like yeah. right in front of me and my girlfriend Sam. Like, proper freak there out. I thought he was <laughs> paralyzed at least. <laughs> I saw I, Randy so taking I. the piss yeah. out of him. Oh, yeah. And then the next night, you trying to 
around you trying to pack your parachute paralytic and your girlfriend <laughs> saving your life running off with your bridal. <laughs> right. But so yeah. she, so, okay. Hey, for anyone listening, uh, don't pack drunk. It's not advisable. Um, and don't, don't hit buildings under parachutes. That's not advisable either. But um, if you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah. But if you're gonna like, um, and this is where T screwed up cause she just pulled the bridle. Like she didn't like mess it up yeah like so like i checked it like the next day me being a dumbass and i'm like oh the pins popped i'll just put those back in real quick and she's <laughs> like what are you doing i was like i'm just fixing it. my pins popped and she was like yeah i pulled them and i was like oh okay so next time if you don't want me to jump a pack job i was like, just reach in like this and just start pulling fabric just like you know really mess it up because otherwise i'm i probably won't, i'll just think it was an accident and put them back in yeah, plus if it's going to fit, it's better than packing, in it? Yeah. <laughs> Roll the dice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember, so we uh, we did Raven's Crag and then went back on a tour down south. And uh, I remember talking about the fact that there is a giant difference between urban bandit base and mountain skydiving. And you guys came up, you guys told me that that term mountain skydiving and stuck with me ever since I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely a mountain skydiver. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's two different worlds. eh? Completely, completely different things, man. I I mean, there's nothing wrong with whatever you prefer to do, but there's no doubt that they are like as much as, as they have like the same name base jumping it's it's the same as cycling is BMX and road, road road racing or whatever you call it it's it's so different but i mean your your world requires mad freefall skill and which i don't have at all oh really (laughs) oh shit (laughs) yeah you're giving us way too much credit yeah (laughs) hence hence why that's why we're in a tunnel right now trying not to uh trying to make up for all of the retardedness that we had before i think that's like the new fashion now isn't it like yeah skin tight man that's where it's at yeah, I get one of those super tight Power Ranger suits and uh, fly around. What, what's the idea behind that? You guys thinking that you, you're going to get real good at free flying, so you can have better body position in your wingsuits? Yeah, yeah. So the idea is to have better uh, body awareness. So by spending a lot of time in the in the wind tunnel and understanding uh, what's happening with the air around us and uh, being able to control it will in in theory help us uh be more aware you know when we're wingsuiting and uh and it makes and, sense and what we're doing in the tunnel is all dynamic flying so it's not uh it's not static just trying to hold a sit or a head down it's basically flying yeah. in full performance in the almost the exact same wingsuit position and right so, gotcha. yeah and a lot of them the, the positions sort of flow Yep. Yeah, yeah. All all the movements sort of flow from one to the next. Um, so in in between those moments, like you kind of hit, you know, the sit or the stand or or, or whatnot, back flying. But but you're kind of moving in between all of those um, static positions. Yeah, sure. Um, Makes sense. Makes sense. So when you fuck up, you should be able to fix it. Like. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you can tell there. There's several folks out there that have survived you know, slip and falls off exits who, because they were, you know, really good body flyers of some sort beforehand, were able to kind of yeah, sure. correct it and survive. So, fucking expensive, though. 
Dying's way yeah. cheaper, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We uh we try not to think about that part. We think about all the good yeah. things all the good things that it's bringing. Certainly just uh all you have to do instead of doing that, just come and jump slider down, problem solved. Yeah, I was gonna say the 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 ratio of jumps to deaths for slider down is I mean, you might get really fucked up. Break break your legs and pelvis and all kinds of crazy accident type stuff, but generally, folks don't die off slider down. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess there's fatalities in in every sub discipline, but I feel like statistics. I don't, and I don't know. I maybe you can contribute to this, but I, I don't know what the statistics are slider up versus slider down. I know, like generally, buildings have the fewest deaths, but I think buildings get jumped less well maybe not in your case i was gonna say how many people in the the uk have died yeah base jumping i think uh, in i mean in the uk i last year it's a bit bit dark i guess but i tried to get um well i did i got uk fatality base wanted to jump all the all the objects people have died from Mm. um and there's there's only like four i think four or five Mm. one cliff one building one electricity pylon uh was it two buildings yeah two buildings i think that might be it i think that's the lot but yeah it's pretty mad like i I always feel for you guys like in the in the valley and stuff because i don't know if i could handle seeing it all the time like that but seriously here i mean what have i seen i've seen like a, a few rolled ankles like uh one guy broke i've seen one guy break his leg and that, I mean, that was just stupidity. Um, I haven't really seen a lot, man. I, in, uh, I went to the valley, and in the valley, I, I was there for like a week. I've only been to the valley for a week, and someone died when we were sitting in the landing area. Someone fell off the exit. It's pretty hardcore what you guys cope with, I guess. Yeah, well, for as many jumps that happen in the valley, we don't actually see because i mean you have to you have to time it really well either be with them at the exit or be approaching or have just landed so like i don't know we've been lucky we haven't had any had to see any yeah like i've seen the helicopter go you know go pick up the dock i don't even i've lost count of how many times but i haven't physically been there we saw a dude snivel through power lines once and uh take out the power to the entire valley or to at least i saw a picture of I saw a picture of this guy afterwards with like no skin all over his back and yep. shit. Yeah, was he, he was fine. He was, I mean, he was all right there. Yeah, yeah. His, his tracksuit kind of melted to his body a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, but he had a, an exit wound where the uh, giant bolt of electricity shot out of his like back. But, Fuck, how yeah. does someone survive that, bro? I thought that would fry your insides. I, I mean, that's that's like the closest that we've seen, you know. But But, you know, like I've been... I remember um, when our buddy Marco got hurt, uh, I was with another dude. We had just finished Dumpster, and I saw the helicopter go behind the Horner, sort of where the dock used to live, and uh, pick him up, and then he flew toward Steckel, and I was just like, crap, I know everyone in Steckelberg right now. Like, So it was one of those moments where it's like I couldn't, you know, it wasn't like, please don't be one of my friends. Cause I knew it was one of my friends. I just didn't know which one it was going to be. And yeah. Luckily, Marco just like, uh, hurt his back pretty badly and a few other things, but wasn't, wasn't fatal. Yeah. So. It's a bit of a worry in it. I mean, yeah, 
yeah, I saw um, Stanislav when I was jumping slider up in France recently. Uh, a buddy. Yeah, real good. He's back jumping, man. Like the fastest oh, nice. recovery ever. Russians don't feel pain, man. They're insane. <laughs> insane. In fact, he just did his 500th jump, did a, his first ever suspension base jump. Oh, he did his own. Yeah, I mean, he didn't put the hooks in himself, but right. he's got a buddy that he trusts to do it. But yeah, it's the first time he's actually done one. I thought that was his thing. Yeah. Or was... Dude, he his thing is doing it to other people. Ah, he, okay. he was save, saving it for a milestone jump to do it and for the right timing with his friend being there and stuff like that. So it worked out perfect for him on the 500. That's awesome. He's done loads of the rope jumping with the hooks in. Fuck, it's so hardcore, man. Like with the the rope jumping, oh. it just looks so painful. Yeah. Like crazy, crazy. Is guys. that like where it swings out at the bottom? Uh, yeah, yeah, just kind of, I don't know how the, the setup really works, but it looks like they span the rope across from one point to another and then a rope to the middle or something like that. I don't really know how it works, but but yeah, they it looks like it snatches them up pretty hard and then they're hanging oh. there like a puppet for ages <laughs> waiting to be lowered down. Yeah, oh. this, is, this is the second podcast in a row where we talked about the, uh, the suspension. Oh, shit. Who was the last guy that did, oh, the yeah. last guy do one? No, no, no. It somehow just manages to come up. <laughs> but, yeah. I think it yes. was, Ma- was it Mason when yeah. we were talking about the fact that uh, it's really funny how base jumpers will look at suspension base and be like, oh, oh my God, that's, that's so crazy. Right? That's insane. Why would anybody do that? It's like, yeah, bro, and then but... skydivers look at base jumpers and say the same, and then normal normal people, people that don't skydive, look at skydivers and say the same, same and thing. eventually trace it back to the guy sitting at home watching TV till he dies. Cheeto fingers. Like, like... Yeah, you know, there's always someone more hardcore than you doing something more crazy, <laughs> but you just kind of got to let them get on with it. Some, somewhere there's fucking women eating other women's shit and stuff like that, you know. There's just way more fucked up people than us, <laughs> right? But whatever they like, yeah. I don't know. I, I just I just encourage people to have hobbies. I don't even care what you do. <laughs> just have, have a hobby besides, you know, like getting on the internet and looking for reasons to be offended, <laughs> yeah. or like spouting about politics or whatever. Yeah, I find it pretty hard to be offended these days. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's more it's more about being offensive and not uh not getting in trouble for it. Yeah. Are you guys going to do a suspension base? Uh no. I I wouldn't say it's in the cards anytime soon. I won't say never. Yeah, maybe maybe someday way down the road I might get that uh nah, If you get the opportunity, man, you should do it. <laughs> yeah, it's, who it's knows? good. It's who good. knows? You know, I'm not I'm not saying no, but I'm also not pursuing it. Nah, yeah, I wasn't into. I was in the in the right place at the right time, but you got to do it if you got the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, you haven't done it yet, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you have. Oh, well, tell us, uh, tell us about it. Uh, well, it's hard to tell anyone about it because it's different for everyone. I did it with um, me and Matt Turks and a couple of Frenchies, Momo and Johan. We we all did it together. It started off. I, I kind of bullied Matt into doing it because Stan, Stanislav was there and I was like, well, someone's got to fucking do it. And Matt was the only one that didn't straight away say no fucking way. Oh. So, um, so we kept pressuring him into doing it and eventually he said, okay, all right, I'll do it. And, um, <laughs> it was all set up for him to do it the next morning. And then one by one, we were all like, 
fuck it, we'll do it as well. And yeah, went for it. <laughs> I'm scared of needles. I, I've got loads of tattoos and stuff, but I'm terrified of injections and things like that. I, I can't watch them go in or anything. And those are pretty, real pussy. pretty big gauge needles too. <laughs> yeah, bro, they're, they're fucked up. They look like the blood donor um, needles, but like twice as fat and well, probably way more than twice as fat, but pretty scary looking stuff. And, so um, you you basically had a bolt st- stuck through your skin. Two of them, right? Yeah, you have, you have to do one at least one on each four? side. I think it's four. You do uh, two on each side. Yeah. So you got yeah four four of them. Um, but like, I mean, I I said I had to go first. I couldn't sit there and watch the other three do it and then then do it. So <laughs> so I I laid down and and he put the first hook in me. Just uh, tells you to breathe in and then as you breathe out, he just stabs it through you. Right. And um, I was like, fuck it, that didn't even hurt. Like, that was that was absolutely fine. Like, a tiny little sting and that's it, done. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, like, shouting across the room to the other guys, like, don't worry, guys, it's fine, it doesn't even hurt. It's, it's like, actually sweet. And uh, you put the other three in, like, no dramas. Right. And then uh, Momo, who's, like, by far the least scared, he's the most manly one out of all of us. Like, yeah. doesn't give a fuck, proper adventurer, Frenchy dude lays down like not worried at all first one goes in he's like going all pale and fucked up he's in <laughs> loads of pain he's like shit and the same same with the next guy Johan, and then poor matt had to watch all three of us watching them two in agony as well and then uh then he had to go through with it and poor guy was like throwing up and everything oh no it's yeah but it's so fucked up. it was for sure the only reason why it didn't hurt me is because i was the most scared <laughs> what uh masks eh? what did you guys jump off of uh we jumped off the off uh the bridge in france okay off, uh not the big one uh very uh, the smaller one um actually the first <laughs> the, that's the fucked up thing it's the first time suspension base has been done from a bridge it's always done from a cliff or antennas before yeah. that and uh, did you, was it static line or direct bag or how, how did you guys? Uh, so we we did a bit of a mix match. We did a top skin assist for one guy. Mm. Um, Momo did a rollover, which looks horrendous. <laughs> um, <laughs> Matt did Matt did his first ever tard, <laughs> which, which he fucked oh, wow. right up. He ended, <laughs> he ended up on his back and so yanked him and gave him like a, an off heading towards the pillar. And the the thing is with the the suspension base because the risers are coming from your back, you, you're like they're way further back than what you're used to, and you can't see them, the toggles or anything. So you're hunting with your hands trying to find it all, but also by reaching back, you're kind of pulling on the hooks as well. Ooh. So he's desperately trying to sort an off heading out and deal with all that shit, man. It was fucking. And the first guy, like the first guy that jumped, he he jumped open and started screaming. So there's three of us sitting there. We're supposed to freaking do a, out. Yeah, we wanted to do a four-way, like one after the other, bang, 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 bang. And <laughs> and uh, the first guy jumps and screams, and I'm sitting there like, fuck. Oh. I was the last one to go as well. But Yeah, terrifying. I, I just got a D-bag. I was like, man, I wish I'd done it slider up, to be honest. It's mm. D-bag slider up would be the way to do it, unless you're on a cliff. But, yeah, they yeah, just and then, snivel out, like all nice and soft. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, man. The, even the opening, like I didn't, I didn't get any pain really throughout the whole process. And I was, like I said, I was 
by far the most scared out of all four of us. Um, and I think that's the only reason why it didn't hurt. It's because of the fear. But yeah, I am. Um, I also like I went back to France about a week later, and um, Stanislav was still there, and and there was another friend that wanted to do it, a couple of friends, and they asked me to put the hooks in them. Oh God! And uh, <laughs> the first one, I was the biggest arsehole in the world, because they like Stas says, yeah, tell them to breathe in all the way, and then as they breathe out, put the hook in. Mm. So I was like, all right, dude, breathe in. He took a big breath, like. I was like, right, and breathe out. And then I just didn't do it. And I just went, wow, fucking trick jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Looking all sick at me, all pissed off. But then I just shoved it through anyway. Um, And that that was all good. And then the next time was on Fifi. You wanted me to put all four in him. And I I did two, I think. And after that, I felt a bit sick. And I was like, no, I can't do it anymore. Someone's got to take over. I think his skin, the second part of the skin, it, the hook snagged it a bit, and it just made me feel a bit all fucked up. Like, no, nah, I shouldn't be doing this. So, <laughs> I left it to Stas. Nice. You know, now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure I saw a video on that because um, I, I remember seeing Turks laying down. Were you guys like piercing on a uh, like a porch or a patio or something like that? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Momo's like living room kitchen thing by his balcony yeah 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 i'll see um if that's if that's still public i'll i'll add a link in the show notes so that people can uh check it out for themselves (laughs) yeah it's pretty messed up so you're highly recommending that we try it oh dude yeah that's that's i didn't get to the best bit like when you land it's just the weirdest feeling ever like a little bit like I remember my first base jump being when you land, but way more intense, like properly intense. And and that's the, that's the other bit is the, the the scariest bit of suspension base, like by far the scariest bit. It's not the jump, it's not getting the hooks in or anything like that. It's stepping over the handrail with no leg straps or chest straps. Oh wow, I never <laughs> thought about that. Like right, that's the most fucked up bit of suspension base for sure. You feel so naked. You've got no top on. You're just standing there with like, and your legs just feel free and not sort of pulled into the right place. It just feels weird, man. It's so scary. You're like, oh man, yeah, and you're trusting these tiny little inch wide bits of skin. (laughs) Yeah, because like with a magic backpack, I'm, you know, I'm not afraid of edges at all. You know, I mean, I'm careful, but yeah, you have that feeling, a uh, chest strap on your chest and, you know, leg straps tight. Like, so there's like, yeah. it's like having like a security blanket, you know, in your brain, you know, knowing that you're geared up, but yeah, for sure. For sure. And yeah, you'll never feel more naked than you do stepping over the handrail, <laughs> no leg straps on like that. That's mm. pretty messed up. Sounds enjoyable. So, Lewis, yeah, you, sorry. I was just saying, yeah, I, I do highly recommend it. The feeling when you land's unreal. Yeah, I, sure. I know. Uh, shortly after West did his, because he uh, West Kennedy did one in uh, Lauterbrunnen off of, I think it was Yellow Ocean. Yeah, and, yeah, I was uh, there. Uh, not not to watch his jump. I saw him after he landed. That was my only time in the valley. The first time I'd ever seen like suspension base <laughs> yeah so shortly after that um 
Valley, uh, what, what is it, the Swiss Base Association <laughs> made a little public service announcement uh, asking jumpers to ensure that they they have containers on when they base <laughs> jump. <laughs> it was like, at first I wasn't sure if they were serious or not, but then I was like, well, the Swiss are not known for their humor, so I think they're probably being serious. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, what's next? You won't be allowed to be drunk when you jump or right. anything. <laughs> yeah. The fun police. <laughs> yeah. Who, who runs the Swiss Base Association? These days, uh, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, Marsu. Marsu is the, the rep for basically talking to all the jumpers. He's the right. uh, paraglider pilot. Yeah. Super awesome guy. Yeah, and he's such a friendly person, you know, such a gentle person and he's a paraglider so he can you know that's that that has a tendency to be the biggest drama in the valley is like you know paragliders flying close to the wall when it's supposed to be the base jumpers turn to whatever jump or that kind yeah, of or jumpers yeah. you know hitting uh hitting the ramp in in that window of time when you're not supposed to be jumping it um yeah man yeah that's so, a pretty scary thought yeah. what could go on there i mean I'm, I'm i have a little bit of experience paragliding in the valley as well so i know a little bit about it yeah, we just started that this winter. No, I, I I actually have no idea what I'm doing. I just did a tandem there and face planted down the side of a hill. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> Where were you going to jump off? Was it going to be a tandem base? Yeah, yeah, but it didn't take off. I I just grinded my face along the floor. I was with uh, Buzz, I think his name is, a really good tracker or something. A guy called Buzz. But yeah, we um you we say, didn't get the launch right. And... I was going to say you said really great tracker, not really great paraglider. <laughs> Yeah, I think he was quite new to it, but yeah, we we just grinded our faces along the grass for a while until we hit a path and slammed. Stop. Mm. It was it was funny. I was already terrified anyway, flying. So yeah. <laughs> did you did you successfully get one though? Like a paraglider? Yeah, race? we did. We did. We we managed to launch pretty much straight after, and I, I got a little practice wingsuit jumping. Yeah, I was gonna. I I still haven't done a paraglider base jump yet but from what i can tell getting out of the paraglider and trying to stand up looks terrifying yeah but you don't need to you just fall out because you're not trying to push away from a wall or nothing Mm -hmm. unless you're looking for it as practice which is not ideal like for practicing a proper exit but just fall off them don't you yeah because i mean if you push i mean the paraglider is just going to swing because like whatever wherever you lean the paraglider is going to counter that that movement yeah so so it's it's good for dead air exits, and if you want to have like the wall as a reference, but not be so close to the wall that you're gonna hit it, you know that way, yeah. you kind of get a feel for what it's like uh, jumping in the valley without actually having to jump off the cliff. But um, yeah, man, I, I just wanted to know if I could find the pool. That's what scares me about the wingsuits. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did my I did my first wingsuit jump in like since Lauterbrunnen, so. I think that when did Wes do suspension base? Was that like 2014 or 15? Yeah, yeah, that was 14. Yeah, so it's been like, well, it'd been like just over three years, nearly four years since I'd been terminal, hadn't jumped terminal and took my wingsuit up an antenna last, at the end of last year. And uh, fuck, I, I'd even forgotten how to exit flat and stable at that point. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> terrified, man. I, I, don't dare exit flat. I've had to reteach myself this year. Mm-hmm. 
how to how to do slat exits. Well, I mean, right. you could have gainered it, right? I mean, gainer for safety. <laughs> yeah, I should have done, man. I should have done. I would have got a better start and everything, and and I I still had to reach for the pool so early because I was so scared of not finding it. But I guess I, I'm a pretty safe dude, so I'm pretty well known for for that kind of thing. High pools and yeah. <laughs> safety first so far you've found the hacky every or the you know the bottom every time yeah it's different in a wingsuit especially in the big magic carpet suits you lot fly like <laughs> i my yeah. first wingsuit was a tiny suit expert i like jumped out of a plane with it i think i pulled the um had like one of those free fly handle things i pulled it through the arm wing like came like half out and then went flying for a bit and thought I should probably maybe reach back again <laughs> and then it just jumped out the buck and slammed me open mm. I had no idea what I was doing in that thing but they have they have coaches now well, we're definitely <laughs> not it but um, there are people out there that teach this kind of thing so <laughs> if you ever decide yeah, yeah. hence yeah, what hence why we're doing things like tunnel and whatnot because yeah we skip straight to those big fuck off wingsuits and I realized right away when I bought a freak and went skydiving with people who actually knew how to fly wingsuits that I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, there's there's definitely levels to that game too, but just like anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as long as you can be safe though, you can fly shit as long as you're safe. And yeah, just enjoy the flying. That was like when um, when I used to skydive, like, I was always thinking like, I could spend a fortune in the tunnel, but while I'm still having fun free flying, badly it doesn't matter i don't need to be any better than that as long as i was enjoying myself that's right yeah and, yeah and we're actually going to spain actually i think the day this releases will be the first day of the wingsuit camp we're going to spain to uh do some training in the where are you going imperial bravo uh sevilla skydive of spain oh, i've never been there yeah it's it's, it's a fun nice. drop zone it's really i like nice. it it's uh it's a little harder for me to get used to because it's not near an ocean so i i get disoriented really easily <laughs> uh, he's not that great with the directions i'm terrible at directions <laughs> but, like like really bad <laughs> yeah but Just, uh, it'll probably take me a few jumps as, as long as i don't get lost or you know like lose the follow formation. the crowd right as long as i can keep an eye on the formation i'll be all right so <laughs> Yeah, I can't imagine being that high up. <laughs> yeah, because it's fifteen grand in fifteen minutes. They've got dormiers. Oh, mate, oh, we were spoiled back in my local drop saying I think it's a uh, twin otter and fifteen grand in like something ridiculously fast for like fifteen pounds or something. It's nice. crazy cheap, crazy high, crazy fast. Yeah. If you're earning so pounds, if... maybe, but when you earn dollars and spend pounds, it kind of stings a little right now. Yeah, yeah, I heard heard Canada's pretty screwed at the minute as well. Dude, this is like the, I'm I'm talking about the most boring stuff. This <laughs> podcast ain't gonna work. <laughs> so don't, don't you worry. Tell us, uh, tell us about Lemmings. How did that start? What did uh, what is it? Lemmings what is it? Go. I, I, I don't know. I get asked that all the time. What is Lemmings base? Uh, it's it, it started off. Like when we first started base jumping, I met a couple of other guys um, that had like no jumps as well. Um, but they'd, they'd both done like base courses. So they had like, I think one of them had about eight jumps and the other had about 12 jumps. And so we, we kind of swapped what we knew and tried to get by. And uh, some dude from New Zealand, Ant, 
come along on a jump with us and um, asked the other two when we were, climbing, they, we were all climbing the ladder and asked what we were going to do on the jump, like what way are you going to exit and what's going on. And, and one of them just said, basically, what we do is we watch what Lewis does and copy him. <laughs> and, uh, and then he said, you lot are like fucking lemmings. And then it just stuck. It was just a bit of a joke. And it is lemmings isn't anything other. You can't really pinpoint what it is, but it's just a stupid name on a bunch of idiots doing stupid <laughs> stuff. And, and there is no who who is lemmings or whatever. It is no one. It's nothing. It's just a stupid idea or, a, you know, it's just fun. It's yeah. just the idea of having fun and not being serious about it all. Yeah, we like we, I found a good group of people. I mean, I've always found good groups of people that like just fucking around and having a good time and aren't really motivated on being the best of anything. Just being the best at having fun. Right. That's well, why. That's why we love you, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> love you too. Yeah, and uh, the Lemmings base or Lemmings uh, Instagram page is. Uh priceless like i i go to that thing all the time like, uh, <laughs> whenever you guys release a uh like a carnage video like just, yeah it, it it makes our carnage video look so gentle <laughs> i need to do a new one of those there's plenty of mad stuff going around at the minute that we've got but uh, the only problem with the carnage videos is i get people for like months afterwards thinking that it was all me like, right. <laughs> like, like I've done so much stupid, sketchy shit, and I was like, I think in the last one I was only in it a couple of times, and fair one, they're both dumb fuck ups. But, but yeah, but I don't know. It, it, there's no point hiding it. There's loads of mad carnage out there and stuff that goes wrong. Learn from it, right. laugh at it, and you know, if no one got hurt, then laugh and move on. As long as you learn from it, you can laugh at it. Yeah, and and by and you're not necessarily celebrating it, you know, but hope, maybe hope making light of it, but then also hoping people learn from it. I mean, that's kind of what we wanted out of ours. But yeah, um, man, I mean, like like you said, you love the Lemmings page because of the Carnage videos. My favorite page on Instagram is uh, kids getting hurt. Yeah, <laughs> Brian, so me good. Onto that, right? <laughs> that brings me so much joy. My yeah. girlfriend thinks I'm sick in the head for life in that page. She, <laughs> yeah. she hates you, it. <laughs> you tell her she's just doesn't understand comedy. She's wrong, right? It's Absolutely fucking gold. Wrong. It, <laughs> yeah, kids getting hurt. We'll put a link in there for sure. Not that they need it. They have, yeah, they're, they're doing just <laughs> hundreds of thousands of followers. <laughs> hundreds they of thousands it, of people everybody agree. Needs, yeah, everybody needs to see that shit. So good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, fuck Jerry's a good one. They usually put some. Hey, no, no, no. There's a new one called uh, Wooks Doing Things. You got to see that, man. Okay. <laughs> it's like proper strung out hippie dudes just doing the most fucked up shit, like staring at crystals and dancing <laughs> to them. And it's so funny. It's like a bunch of Sam Hardy lookalikes walking around <laughs> staring at crystals. <laughs> we sure it's not Sam Hardy? Uh, I don't know. There's a there's a couple on there that did have me wondering, no, but yeah. they weren't eating their own shit, so yeah. <laughs> I guess it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, have you seen uh, Kook Slams? It's uh, it's mostly yeah. surfing, but yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, Kook Slams is gold. That's yeah. definitely one of my favorites. Drunk that's people good. doing things as well is a good one. Yeah, 
Na- have you seen Nature's Metal? No. Yeah. So it's not it's not anybody doing anything jacked up, but it's just nature being metal as fuck. Just, yeah. Just, oh, mate, tag me in that one. I have to check that one out. Too easy. Yeah. They. Uh, you think, oh, polar bears are all nice and stuff, and then you see like just a polar bear like covered in blood, like eating out like a seal <laughs> just from. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Animals are fucked up. Yeah. But. So tell us about uh, this low stuff. Like you have a serious thing for low jumps. 2017 Blackpool, leading up to Blackpool, all the you guys had a, a competition to get all four base objects, and the lowest cumulative number of all the objects won. And uh, you got a, um, a slider, a burned up slider. That was like the uh, yes, yeah, so that's the. So, um... I feel like I've talked too much. Yeah. Take it from there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we uh, we call it the UK base ashes, and it's like like the cricket ashes, but instead of a cricket bat burnt and put in an urn, we've got a slider burnt and put in an urn, and it's. Um, so for the Americans like, listening, what's cricket and um, <laughs> what is this called? Ash thing. Cricket's something rich English and rich Australians do, where they fucking stick some sticks in the ground and try hit it with a ball while someone defends it with a bat. It's for posh people that no one really cares about in England. I don't know if they care about it in Australia, but the cricketers seem to care about it and they're rich. So it gets <laughs> but, TV coverage. So what, what, what are the ashes? They burn the bat. Is that like a, some yeah, thing? some, some famous bat or something, they burn it and put it in an urn. So we took the piss out of that and we, we stuck a slider in a in an urn. Julian did it. Stuck a slider in an urn, like burnt it, put the ashes in the urn, and that's it now. So slider down, do the uh, the lowest building antenna span earth in 24 hours that you can do. Um, and yeah, that, that's that's it. That's the rules. And what was your cumulative uh, number? Uh, my total number that I I put in was 390 foot. So but I think it was actually five foot lower than that because the building, I lasered it from the top down and I don't, I guess um, where I lasered it from, we have to step down to the exit point. So I think it worked out about uh, probably 385 feet. Ooh. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. 90 foot building and the rest of like the cliff was 95 feet. I think the antenna was hundred something like that. Anyway, it was all stupidly low. And uh, yeah, I got Will. Will come along, PCA'd me off them all. So top bloke. Yeah, love Will. How's he doing? Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's workaholic. Been tattooing his ass off for ages, but he's going to get back on the base now. I think he's scared of the cold, so he's, he's waiting for it to warm up a little bit. I was going to say it's, with... it's not a fear. It's just a you know. No, I think he genuinely fears the cold. I think he's scared of getting cold. (laughs) (laughs) He hates it. Yeah. At the minute, I I can't bear to see him anyway because every time I see him, it reminds me of all the painful tattoos he's given me. (laughs) Four jumps less than 400 feet total. Uh, Did, is that, wait, that was 17. Was that the first year, 17, that they did it? Yeah, that that was the first year for the Ashes, yeah, so I, I had to go and win it. Excuse me, 16 and then 17. Yeah. Who who got it in 17? uh, 17, I got 
asked not to participate so that other people <laughs> so that other people would try so i basically got given the same prize as the winner for not doing it which is fair enough pretty pretty handy and then uh it, i can't remember the guy's name but he, he did a good good height it was like around not much over 400 feet i think it was a good height um but yeah i can't, I can't remember the guy's name he did it with a troll as well which is pretty good oh wow hmm yeah. Cool. yeah, I, I mean, to... to be fair, like, base gear nowadays, I, I think people have still got a bit of an old mentality, like, 100 foot is fucking high, like, you can you can start a turn from 100 feet. With a good PCA? Like, with a decent PCA or a, a proper static line, you can, yeah, so if you I'm can not still get PCA, a bit of a turn. You yeah. might have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> as long as Randy doesn't have your pilot shoot in his hand. Oh man, there's been some horrendous static lines on PCAs lately. <laughs> Fuck. There's been some scary ones yeah. on the pages and forums. Yeah. Even I've screwed that up. I I don't know if Momo remembers it, but he handed me his PCA at uh, Guatemai in KL. Hands me his pilot chute, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I totally got this. And as he jumps, it like shoots out of my hand, lands on the... like. It hits the metal grate. The metal like, grate we as of. he's like falling down and then goes shooting off behind him. <laughs> and I was like, hmm. oops, it's a, it's a 300 you know, footer uh, with that, with some pretty tall trees. So it's not a true 300 feet. Yeah. That's uh, that's karma, you know, that's karma. <laughs> Momo, Momo caused me some serious pain from a PCA once. He, <laughs> I was doing a, a Mr. Bill and uh, he decided to chuck the pilot chute on my back as the guy jumped on my front and uh it went underneath their leg oh, so we ended up towing so we were like going head down towing a pilot chute and then it came off and we opened so hard that like my leg hyper extended and swelled Ooh. up went all black and fucked up so yeah that's karma momo deserved <laughs> that one <laughs> so so my the first time I met Momo uh was also the first time I met you and that was um at the Pro Base World Cup in 2014 in Istanbul. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so Momo and I both had black canopies with red center cells and uh he tripped or lo- went, he left the building unstable. Uh remember and he got hung up on the building. And, uh, I was, I'm looking over the edge with everybody else on the glass and someone's like, Oh, it's black with the red center. So I think that's Randy. And I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm right here. So it's not, <laughs> it's not me because <laughs> we were all trying to figure out who it was, you know, but, um, yeah, that was a yeah. fucked up day. That was a really, really mad one. Yeah. Yeah. They ended up using the window cleaning, uh, whatever device to, to go fish him off the, uh, yeah. 45 building. minutes yeah. 45 minutes hanging from a wind odometer yeah oh. <laughs> yeah like the weather vane like, thing just hoping yeah man like how does that even work I, I thought if you hung in your harness for too long you i guess you must have kept moving or something I've, I've got all the videos from that jump it's pretty full-on pretty uh pretty nasty but that, that was because he was learning barrel rolls <laughs> off a building yeah yeah and he like hmm. kicked the the corner because one of the corners was raised and uh one side was there was no corner at all so but he caught it like right at the at nah, that edge I, th- I think that might just be an excuse you yeah. heard i think he just rotated funny <laughs> ended up not parallel with the building pitched had a 90 like everything went wrong for him 
<laughs> yeah. so, but he's still here, just... so. <laughs> oh yeah, it's Momo. He's invincible. Right? You want to see the guy? Like <laughs> knock on wood. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not afraid of the ground. He's not afraid of the ground at all. Yeah. Crazy guy. So, are you gonna come off your uh, island anytime soon and come visit us down here in the mainland? Oh, man. It's expensive in the mainland. That's true. Yeah, we don't really have in any good out. buildings around here for you. Like, uh, oh, dude, that's a lie. I was Paris. gonna say, yes, we Paris. do. Around here, there's tons <laughs> of buildings that are great for Lewis. They're just, just not for in... us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, touche. There actually are a couple of antennas I'd like you to look at because, like, yeah. I look at them and I'm just like, I mean, Lewis might be able yeah. to do it. That's generally what we say. Uh, yeah, that's probably <laughs> like Lewisable. Right. But like I, I lose my eye for that kind of stuff because like, you know, when I was back in Honolulu, you know, I, I knew which buildings were tall enough and which ones, you know, either I had done or one of my friends had done. And uh, when you're not exposed, when you're not around high rises, like you kind of like lose a, that frame of reference. But, yeah, it does go quick. Like we, we went for a spell at the start of the year where we we're doing loads of really high buildings. And um, I remember, I, I think I must have done probably 15 jumps in a row that were all like over 400 feet and then went and jumped a, a little like 170 foot building and, and was freaked out. Like it felt so, so weird. And that was only after, after like 15 or 20 jumps. So yeah, you do lose the eye for it for sure. Quickly. That's, that's the thing that sucks about the UK. You can have like a week or two of real bad weather and you feel uncurrent all the time. So mm-hmm. you've got to try and jump as much as you can when you can. Otherwise you, you never feel good enough to push yourself. But when we feel good, like 100, 100 foot is like, it's weird, man. Like 100 foot used to be a terrifying idea. And, and I've, <laughs> I've only been jumping five years. It used to be such a terrifying idea. And now, like in our group, we're kind of looking at 100 foot. It's like, oh, sweet, it's 100 foot. It's a nice safe jump. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's all changed. Well, and you guys do stuff off beachy that I never would have considered. Um, I mean, like, gainers are pretty common now. Like, I'm not trying oh. to, like, push anyone that hasn't done beachy or trying, like, to falsely set some sort of standard, but I see a lot of people doing doing gainers off beachy now, and I'm like, whew, that's a... Uh, I talk about that quite a lot, like, with people. It's, um, when, when I first started jumping there, there was a guy called Gareth Jones. I think yeah. he was the first person to gainer it, but he gained it way back, like, a year or so before I started jumping and I say way back like six years ago <laughs> and um and everybody talked about it like it was the most insane thing ever and and I was the same I was thinking what a wild man that's like we when I first went stowed off it people thought that like, a lot of people thought that was nuts yeah I did a handheld and then <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and and then like you fast forward it a little while and and I think it's all the trips to France to the bridges and stuff like that um, we started doing a lot of gainers and stuff like that. And even at the bridges in France, there weren't many people doing aerials or anything like that. And then it just, like, over 20, 2014, 2015, something changed, and it just became really normal to do aerials off everything. And, like, I think Ross was the first one to huck a double off Beachy. And, and it's got to the point where, like, a lot of people are scared to go flat. A lot of people think doing a gainer it feels more safe and 
I mean, there's, there's a really a nice long slow window of when you can pitch to have a nice opening. Whereas if you go flat and stable and you go head low or something like that, you like people fear that. I mean, people like me, Will Ross, and stuff like it's either like a hand. A lot of the time, it's either a handheld jump or it's a gainer. Like there's no real in between. Trying to get out of that habit. Yeah, it seems like with gainers, um, you know, and I'm not like a physics major or anything, but like there's a centrifugal force going on. You know, there's a circular kind of motion happening, and it's I feel like it's easier to stay square when you're in that sort of motion if you do it, you know, well, and then that you're more likely to like sink into the harness, you know, provided you don't pitch late and like over rotate. I mean, there, there's still considerations, but uh, I don't know if that, if that makes any sense or not, but. Yeah, yeah, makes sense for sure. They definitely feel a lot more chilled to me than, and I guess it gives you another thing to think about rather than just staring at the ground rushing up at your face. And, <laughs> and it also takes away like that whole, um, like when you go flat and stable, you can all, all you can do then is just choose how long you want to delay for. So you've got no excuse to pitch early. Whereas if you're doing a gainer, you're like, well, it's time to pitch because I was coming round. So you just yeah. you slow it down, but. <laughs> Like the, the still the raddest thing I've ever seen off Beachy Head is Kieran Kieran Hopper doing like a it must have been like a five second delay from three hundred and forty feet. That was pretty pretty Jeez. out there. Like not not many people can take a straight in flight at Beachy and not hit <laughs> boulders or the sea. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh and the water comes in really quickly down there too, so you kinda have to be careful uh on when you do it. So I know yeah, I, one of my jumps I almost cool. got caught down there. But, yeah, I've I've got wet feet getting out there a few yeah. times. Uh, it sucks if you get hurt down there as well. You have to call call the helicopter out of the coast guards or something. But, but there's not been many like like the in the UK. There's there's not often people getting smashed up. It's pretty pretty chilled out, really. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Base is it? so safe here. Yeah, was it Lee? Lee got smashed up pretty there, pretty bad. Uh... Not Dude, ago, Beachy huh? saved Lee's life. Yeah. Beachy saved Lee's life. I mean, I I don't know how public it is, but I I don't give a fuck. It's, we, it's we can always now anyway. Nah, nah, it's it's cool because it's like a a cool ending to a, a fucked up story. But Tall Lee, like the seven foot giant of UK <laughs> base, yeah. he um yeah he did. I I don't know what caused his one eighty. He had a had a one eighty hit Beachy bounced on it a couple of times and then landed like literally landed on the worst boulder you could possibly land on like looked like it wanted to cut him in half yeah. and uh and he'd stalled his canopy just before it as well so he hit it with real force like could have easily killed him um i think he broke his pelvis and i think it's some ribs and stuff but nothing major like he fucked up one of his legs a bit but broke it. his worst injury was his pelvis so he uh, he went home, and I don't know what he was thinking, but he was going down the pub and trying to walk around with this broken pelvis and oh, stuff. Jesus. And he was walking, yeah, he was walking on one leg way more than the other, like walking on his good leg. And then all of a sudden, one day, his good leg just swelled up like twice the size. So he uh, he went to the hospital in agony with his good leg all fucked up, and. Uh, found out he had cancer inside his bone in his leg and the tumor burst out the top because he was using it so much and putting so much force on it Ooh. and um what? yeah so they found out he had cancer because of that and uh and now they're 
they said he's going to be cured of the cancer in no time. If he if he hadn't done the accident, they wouldn't have found it for ages. It would have spread way more. Could have been a lot worse. So no potentially Beachy Head saved his life. Like hitting Beachy Head saved his life. Wow. wow. <clears throat> that's yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's like that cloud had a silver lining for sure. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's uh, a yeah. bummer because <clears throat> Randy and I aren't going to uh, air games this year. I wonder if he'll be there. Yeah, I reckon he'll probably be there. Yeah, I reckon. Well, he's he's like he's going through all the like chemo and stuff like that, but he's not really one to let himself be held back. So he just yeah. walked to the pub on a broken there. pelvis. Yeah, but he's also yeah. one of like the most friendly, gentle people I've ever met. So like that's yeah, that's good that that kind of good dude. Yeah, good karma came out of that or something yeah yeah man so i'm, yeah. I'm stoked so it's, that was pretty rough like hearing that he had cancer and then finding out that they they're gonna definitely fix it and everything is it's pretty pretty good mix of emotions for me and i'm just a mate so for him it must have been pretty pretty epic few months yeah yeah, but so uh, speaking of Blackpool, uh, yeah, I had to message Julian and tell him I'm probably not going to make it this year. But I heard you're not going to be there either. Sounds like no, no, I'm, I'm on on a family holiday. So family holiday to a place that has some nice cliffs to jump over. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I yeah, might so actually that... have family coming over too around that time. So I, I told him, you know, if, if things change, I'll let him know. You know, but um, have you seen the the Frenchies have got one this year? No, oh, really? Oh, you haven't seen that? The Frenchies have got a crane boogie now on, in the south south coast. Oh, cool. Oh. Might, have yeah. to, might have to hit a couple people up see what we find out. Yeah, man. Uh, Tybalt is organizing it, but yeah, I'll send you a link. Looks yeah. good. Like 300 and, or I think it's close to 400 foot onto the beach. But roasting hot south of France beach. Should be good. Mm. Yeah, right. Right now, it's really it would just have to come down to like dates because I'm out. Like I'm struggling when it comes to you know vacation versus uh, you know work stuff and all that you know life, but family visiting. But blah, can blah, blah, the blah, blah. can the south of France really compete with the nightlife in the, Blackpool? Right, the north of England. North. <laughs> well, yeah, there is that. Like it's Jules always says, it's it's like. Like LA, like California, but the uh, the weather's better and the chicks are hotter. Blackpool <laughs> can't beat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blackpool is definitely unique. You know, it's special. But one, one yeah. of one of my favorite things from Blackpool last year was uh, Turks and uh, Farrell's low pool contest. Oh, dude, that was <laughs> sick. Uh, that was so <laughs> funny. So, um, can I get your perspective on that? Like what you saw. Uh, that that was one of the the raddest things I've seen. Turks pulls something mad out of the bag every now and then, and and that was a winner for sure. Like, um, not many people up for taking a solid slider down delay. Like, my neck doesn't like anything over three seconds. And yeah, I, I don't even know what the count was on Turks delay on that, but it was like almost dead seconds. Uh, yeah. He he nailed it though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that was that was fucking awesome. And, like, I was jealous. <laughs> and he scared everybody by looking like he was going to go handheld 
and then, but he was just holding a pilot chute in his hand. <laughs> and so he lets it go and you just see the pilot chute float off. And I'm like, Oh God. Like, I, <laughs> and, and then he throws his actual pilot chute a few seconds later. Yes. Uh, and it's then, a great, great trick. Yeah. Farrell did the same thing. And then, Two of the biggest assholes, but nicest people right. you'll ever meet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. Turk said to me once we were on um, on St Paul's Cathedral, about to jump off that, and it's only like a hundred and five feet. And there's this right next to where you exit on the ground. There's this like eight foot tall fence with like the gnarliest spikes on the top of it, like Ooh. ten inch long, real sharp spikes, and it's it's going straight out with us down the landing area. So if you had like a slight left, you're like flying straight down this fence. And um, but I'm in a St. Paul's Cathedral, so we had to jump it. Like, <laughs> and he he said to me, "What do he? I can't remember why he said it, but he said, uh, like, I think I, I made some joke about him. He said, "Fuck off, mate! I'm gonna hold your pilot sheet to the right so you have a left over that fence." Oh. <laughs> the fucker! I had a left straight in line with the fence. <laughs> like you couldn't make it up. I land when I landed and saw him. I mean, he he fucked up and hooked himself in a little bit for like no reason. And then uh, when I ran past him, we were like running off, and and he kind of looked at me like as if to say, "Honestly, mate, like I did not hold the pilot sheet to the right. I promise." <laughs> but yeah, if I'd gone in, that would have been the last thing you heard on my camera is him calling it. <laughs> yeah, well, you, when you've been around as long as he has, you see some stuff, you know, and. Who knows? Start to think you have some kind of like, I don't even know what to call it. I don't know. But uh, so speaking of Farrell, I think we're going to have to start like a new section called questions from Farrell because uh, he uh, he gives us a lot of feedback. And then like a lot of times I'll message him and be like, yo, we're getting ready to talk to so-and-so. What, got anything? <laughs> and uh, so when I told him we were messaging or we were going to have a conversation with you, uh, I was like, what, what you got? And he said, so the first, I don't think I'm going to try to do it in the feral tone. Cause I, I can't do impersonations to begin with. Uh, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to read it, but it says, uh, when the fuck are you coming to jump Australia around Christmas? It's the first thing he wants to know. Oh, well, when, when I've got some money, man, yeah. <laughs> I've been jumping, jumping my ass off for the last five years has not been good for my bank. Like I've screwed myself money wise, but. I'm, I'm kind of putting fun ahead of money and uh, trips like Australia aren't cheap. Yeah, no kidding. So, Drinking in so Australia no, is not no, cheap either. What in Australia? Drinking. Drinking. Yeah, it's, alcohol is expensive what? there. That's because, uh, yeah, they only drink Fosters, don't they? <laughs> I think only Farrell drinks Fosters. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if anyone listening to this, next time you see Farrell, buy him a, buy him a Fosters. Yeah. yeah. Just walk yeah, right up. Don't even ask him first. Just walk right up with it. Yeah. <laughs> Say good day, mate. Fucking flaming fosters <laughs> for you, you fucking cunt. <laughs> uh, so they, the, they, them dudes, them dudes are fucking all rope access, making millions. Fucking. No wonder they're traveling all over the world. Us, us English are like just in the rain and and snow and sleet and. Jumping when we can and can't do fuck all when we can't. Oh, that's funny. But, so the other thing he said, I uh, said, ask him to use his influence with a tear to get them to to uh, to get pink ultralight fabric in lightweight fabric. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Mate, we need yeah. we need some new lightweight colours for sure. I mean, who, who who buys a massive roll of orange lightweight fabric? Who wants an orange canopy other than Robbie Pechnik? And Dukes, maybe. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And, and Dukes. But why why would you want it? Orange is like the worst colour. But yeah, I don't know. That's that's. Uh, but they had that's one for the boss. But who knows? I speak to them. They're gradually coming out with some cool cool stuff, like colour wise. So. Fingers crossed they'll have green and purple and lightweight at some point. Green, yeah. purple, and pink? Purple and pink. Someday, maybe. See, see, Feral, Feral loves all his pink shit, but right. he loved it because no one else, like no other guys had pink shit, but now everybody's got pink shit, so it's not even cool anymore. He's just, he's just like everyone else. Feral's normal now. Yeah, Feral <laughs> is so that's... mainstream. <laughs> he is, and he? he's fucking rope access like every other fucking slider up base jumper, with his pink gear like every other slider up base jumper. He'll be running around with a fucking <laughs> unicorn outfit soon, won't he? Talking about rainbows and fucking how he, how he's always dreamt of flight. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, and we know he's going to hear this too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So also in conjunction with uh, Blackpool. <laughs> speaking of Blackpool, <laughs> I, I'm working on my transitions. Can you tell? They're, uh, uh, <laughs> you uh, you usually lead a load uh, one one morning during Blackpool uh, up to Ravens Crack. Yeah, Ravens is cool. If you're gonna go all the way to Blackpool, you might as well try and jump something up that way. I mean, that's far north for me still. I mean, that's like I hate driving, so. That's a long way, so I make the most of it and normally try and jump that cliff. But there's a a, a new jumper that I helped learn, learn to get into base um, in the summer, and he's um, his name's Andrew Ross, and he's he's been jumping loads of new cliffs in the area. Some really really good looking stuff. Um, he's, he's a really good speed flyer, so he knows the area pretty well. But for ages, Ravens was like the only jump cliff in the Lake District. And now there's, I think, five or six exits on the go. So this year, if they get the weather, they should be hitting it pretty hard. Nice. So I'm a bit, bit jealous to be missing that this year, to be honest. Yeah, I know that the two years I did Blackpool, like I got up both mornings for uh, or both years to go, uh, you know, gear all set. Every All I had to do was get out of bed and meet you guys. And I, and I was just like, oh, it's so early. I couldn't do it two years in a row. One of these, one of these years. Okay. Mate, they, they, they were beautiful mornings as well, man. Yeah. You missed out. I mean, the the last year, I can't really remember the load from the last year too well. Was that the year that Glenn smashed himself? That was sixteen, I think. That was the year before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Aaron that was, was with us, and Aaron up. went. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, was looking at yeah. it like, man, there's like twenty five people on that load statistically. <laughs> something's gotta dude, happen you know like dude everybody there's so many jumpers there that have only landed in fields or in big landing areas and they're all desperate you, you give them the option you tell people there's a big field you can land in over there or you can land on that little beach and everybody wants a beach landing and someone always fucks up there were people landing all over the place that year there's like <laughs> dudes in trees and fucking people going all over the place and then glenn flew into a boulder like full speed uh, yeah that was carnage that was proper carnage that's a sweet jump man such a such a fun little little jump yeah i wouldn't know yeah. after after seeing it once covered in snow and the prospect of waking up super early yeah we're we're, <laughs> we're like second load kind of kind of guys you know <laughs> like we're not first load guys anymore 
Yeah. But uh, dude, come come to London, just jump all night, sleep all day, sleep all day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to make something work. Yeah. No, yeah, I was I was only half joking when I told you uh, maybe Fourth of July I'd come visit you guys up there in England. I should but, do it. Uh, just perfect. because, of, but literally, when the dates work out this year, I actually wouldn't. I wouldn't have to take a whole lot of vacation to maximize my time up there. So, yeah, do it, man. And do I appreciate it. the so irony of go. you know being an American and hanging out in London on July Fourth. So, yeah, we'll go party <laughs> on some rooftops. Yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys celebrate, right? That's not a thing. What the Fourth of July? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a Tuesday in England. Tra- Traitors Day. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's right. Did you go to uh you went to Moab this year? Oh, Moab's sick. Yeah, you you Was guys that... must have done Moab, right? Not no. yet. We were thinking about doing it this year. Oh yeah. man, it's so yeah, so it's, good. Uh, Turkey Boogie, that's that's why I'm like not committing to much of anything this year cuz I I really want to go to Turkey finally. Dude, it's a good good call, man. I'm going to try to go back this year. The the locals are so good as as well, like Sketchy Andy's a legend, mm-hmm. like um, Matt Ladge as well. Such a good dude, but but all all the locals so friendly. I've never, I mean, I'm not used to seeing such a good base community together. Like in in London, we're all a bunch of salty, like arseholes in our little groups, and everybody's kind of trying to keep their secret shit to themselves. But in reality, a lot of people are just jumping the same shit. Like on a just different at different day. times of the night and it's it's pretty pretty sad sometimes it's nice when we loads of people get together for a, like a beachy session but other than that it's normally like little groups of people here and there but moab is just like a massive community of base jumpers especially during turkey boogie i mean i don't know what it's like out of that i've only been there for a week so i'm talking like i know the place well but that, that week was sick like you didn't need to know anything you just bump into people and hike to an exit point together and just rage all week long so yeah. good I, I was like extra jealous because it seemed like all of my favorite people from europe or a lot of them anyways were all in moab and i was like why why didn't anybody tell me they were going to moab this year you know like i, I mean I, I didn't have the, the the vacation time to do it but you know still <laughs> no i i didn't even know man i didn't know like i it was really close to actually the boogie when i found out i was going and i was just lucky that uh Samantha gave me a load of air miles that she forgot she had. Nice. Said, "Oh, do you want some free flights to America?" I was like, "Yep, Fuck <laughs> yeah, too right." Ended up with a real cheap trip going over there. Sweet, but man, we had we had the, the UK had, invasion. It was proper Brits abroad, like yeah, London's finest pisshead Tom Berryman, <laughs> Jules, and like proper. Jules is like the last person you expect to see in an like outdoorsy environment. The dude likes luxury, you know. He yeah. doesn't like anything where he doesn't get to take a lift to the top, really. But <laughs> there's all, all of us guys walking around and thinking we'll figure shit out, but we didn't have a clue what we were doing there. Like, no idea. We tried. We got told that everybody wanted to jump a jump called Dragon's Nest. And um, I think it's quite a popular one this year, but you have to climb some ropes to get to the exit. Mm. there's a a load of scrambling around and shit. It's like in the Fisher Towers. And someone said to us at the start of the trip, yeah, it's a morning jump. You kind of have to start making your way up there nice and early. And uh, everybody got fucked up one night. We bumped into each other about one in the afternoon. And we were like, 
Should we go and do Dragon's Nest? Yeah, fuck it. We'll go do Dragon's Nest. There's like only one of us that's ever climbed a rope before. We haven't got a clue what the <laughs> fuck we're doing. We didn't have any of the gear we needed. So the the one dude that kind of knew, that does know what he's doing is Tim. And he, he was like making us, you know, those ascender things you use. Yeah, yeah. We we didn't have that shit. We had like little slings, I think called prosics. Yeah, was it prosics? Yeah, prosics. Yeah, so we had prosics, those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we we didn't know what we were doing, but we're trying to climb up these like two ropes to get to the exit, and then we get to the top, and the the sun's already setting, and there's still like a half hour hike at that point, so we're running. Jules starts sliding on all the dust, nearly slides off the edge of a cliff. He's like shouting at us. <laughs> We're wanting to race to the exit, but at the same time, wanting to not leave him behind. But it, yeah, it was just fucking carnage, <laughs> absolute carnage load. And then we jump at like very, very last light. As the last guy touches down, it's like almost pitch black, just completely in shock that we didn't have to sp- spend the night up there and fucking just over it completely over it at that point and then <laughs> and then uh fucking miles dasher just comes running over with a load of beers and stuff never met the guy before don't know him at all just handing out beers like stoked on everything just really nice guy so yeah it's weird weird adventure clearly we're not made for the outdoors but <laughs> good fun that's funny yeah, every every time I try to go to Moab, something bad happens. Uh, like uh, first time I I broke my leg, and then can't remember what happened the second time I tried to go go to Moab. So now I like I haven't actually tried to go to Moab for like five or six years. So, but this year it's like in the plan. It's I'm planning on going. <laughs> so we'll see what he see breaks what this time, right? Yeah. Just do it, mate. Make it happen. It's it's one of the most amazing places I've been to. Yeah. You don't even need to know where the exits are. Just, just walk, walk around throwing rocks off cliffs, and you'll find something high enough like in no time. Well, Turk, Turks found Turks found the worst exit there. He, he's hell bent on jumping over this ledge. Um, he kept going on and on about it. So I told him I'd go and check it out with him. But my legs a bit fucked from from a car crash, and uh, he he was like we were doing rock drops at this ledge and I think eight of the rocks impacted the ledge and the ninth and tenth one cleared it. And he was like, yeah, good to go. Uh, fucking cheers, mate. Right. I barely, barely cleared the fucker. That scared me a bit. Other than that, there's good shit everywhere. You can jump real nice, high stuff like sketchy. Andy's opening new shit every day. The guy's yeah. on fire at the minute. Yeah. And the, the American West is, is really beautiful. You know, it's, um, uh... I did some jumping in Arizona that I, I really enjoyed, but yeah, really looking forward to getting down to Moab. So I hope you can make it this year. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm going to try for sure. Definitely worth the trip. Sick. Cool. All right, man. Well, you got anything uh, you want to plug or add before we before we wrap it up? Uh, no, I just feel like I've been a bit boring, man. Maybe I'm tired. <laughs> uh, uh, I told you I'm a pretty boring dude, to be honest, other than okay. jumping off shit. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, don't do drugs. And, uh, if Remember that's kids. not what you want to do. Um, <laughs> and stay in school. And I don't know eat, what else. Eat your vegetables. <laughs> uh, I don't want to sound like a, a fucking mountain skydiver, but be nice to each other. Be nice and, to people. Yeah. yeah, be nice to people. And uh, 
don't um don't uh <laughs> I'm just gonna let you keep going don't yet. do bad stuff, do good stuff. <laughs> do good have things. fun. Don't don't be a base Nazi, have fun, rage hard, fucking don't know. I can't think of anything inspirational. <laughs> it's okay. Don't, don't fuck up and die. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's rule number one. <laughs> don't die. Yeah, don't fuck up and die. Anything else goes. If you have near-death experiences, send your videos to Lemmings <laughs> Base. And, <laughs> and, yes. uh, yeah, and rage on. Fuck yeah, buddy. Make, make 2018 the year of slider-down carnage and fun and make wingsuiting less popular than ever. Make Slider Down great again. Yeah, there make Slider Down great again. We'll make and, some uh, hats. <laughs> no, yeah, did you see the hats from Moab? Yeah. 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 Fucking funny shit. But I don't know. Yeah, just fucking don't die. Dying's <laughs> boring. Have fun. Right. And uh, we'll try not to die too. Deal. Sweet. All right, brother. Well, we will talk to you soon. Thanks again for yeah, stay Yeah, stay safe, guys. All anyway, right, um... But yeah, let me know if you ever want to visit. Come yeah, over yeah. and have some fun. Absolutely. All right. Cool, Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. All right. Brian, you got anything? Nah, I'm good. All right. This was a Base Life Podcast. Thanks, guys. All right. If you want to know more about our guests, just check out the show notes. And if you want to give us some feedback or reach out to us, you can hit us at baselife2014 at gmail.com. Facebook.com backslash the base life and on Instagram we're at base dot life. All right, thanks.